Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avraham Kron. Meseches Sukkah has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noach Stengel, Le'iloi Nishmas Feivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib, and Yehuda Zev ben Feivel Yosef. Today's shear is on Sukkah Daf Lamid Vav. The Daf continues discussing the various types of Esroigim, which are kosher and which are puzzle. On the bottom of Lamed Hayamid Beis, the Gemara brings from the Mishnah that Nitla Pit Masai, if the Pitim of the Esrig was removed, then it's puzzle. However, Nital Uktsai, if the Ukits, the bottom stem of the Esrig was removed, then it's kosher. Rashi has two pshatim to explain what nitla pitmasai means. The pshat that Rashi prefers is the pshat of one of his rabbeim, Rabbeinu Yaakov, that the pitim is the top of the esrig as we know it, the wooden part on top of the esrig. That is the pitim. If that is nitla, if that comes off, then it's puzzle. Whereas the nital ukats on the bottom stem of the esrig, that's going to be kosher. Rashi brings another pshat from Rabbeinu Yitzchak Halevi that says really the pitim and the ukits discussed in the Mishnah are both parts of the stem that's on the bottom of the esrig. Just the stem that grows out on the bottom of the esrig grows out from a little indentation in the bottom of the esrig. And as we mentioned in an earlier shir, the Mishnah Brura in Simen Tofresh Memches Sivkotan Samachay says that that's one of the distinguishing factors of uh, of an esrig as opposed to a lemon, that one of the characteristics of the esrig is that its ukats is shakua, it's indented in the cavity in the bottom of the esrig. And the halacha, the difference, la halacha, according to Rabbeinu Yitzchak Halevi, between the pitim and the ukats, is that the part that rests inside that cavity on the bottom of the esrig is called the pitim. But the part that protrudes beyond the actual esrig, that's called the ukats. And as we said, Rashi sides with Rabbeinu Yaakov that the pitim is on top of the esrig. And in Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Tofresh Memches, Siv Zayin, we paskin like the Pshad of Rashi, that the pitim is on top of the esrig, and if it's nit then it's puzzle. However, in the next sif, in sif ches, the Shulchan Aruch puzzles an esrig if the ukuts is nital, if the part of the stem that's uh, that rests inside the cavity is removed, then that's puzzle as well. And the pshat in the Shulchan Aruch, even though the Mishnah says nital or ukuts is kosher, that's because the Shulchan Aruch is actually paskening like the Shitas Harambam and Hilchas Luluv, Peraches Halachazayin, and the Rif that holds that in our Gemara on the bottom of Lamed Hayamid Beis, when Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Elazar says nitla buchnasai, he's not explaining what the pitim is. He's adding a psul. In addition to the pitim being on top of the esrig, if that's nitla, then it's puzzle. Also, there's another psul called nitla buchnasai, which is the bottom part of the esrig, but not the part of the ukuts that uh, extends and protrudes beyond the actual esrig, but that part that we mentioned before, which rests inside that indentation on the bottom of the esrig, and therefore that's going to be possible not midin nitla pitmasay, not midin nitla pitmasay, but midin nitla buchnasay. What is the reason for the psal of nitla pitmasay? Who cares if the pitim fell off of the esrig? The ikir esrig is still intact. What is the psal if it's nitla pitmasay? So the Ramah in Simitofresh Memtes Sifhei says shedinoi kechaser, because then the esrig is considered chaser. 
And the source of the Ramah is Rabbeinu Yerucham. The Rabbeinu Yerucham writes that an Esrug is not allowed to be chaser as we darshan ulakachtem, which is mashma lakicha tama, it has to be complete. And if the Esrug is chaser, then it's incomplete and it's not a kosher Esrug. So Nitla Pitmasai makes it that the Esrug is chaser. And the Ramah in Darkei Moshe as well, in Simen Tafresh Mem Ches, and Simen Tafresh Mem Tes, says this Pshat as well, that Nitla Pitmasai is possible as chaser, and because of that, the Darkei Moshe is Matmia on Rabbeinu Avrami Prague, because Rabbeinu Avrami Prague paskind that Nitla Pitmasa is Pasal Kol Shiva. And the Ramah and Darkei Moshe asked that we know the Gemara says later on our daf and Lamed Vavah Mebeis that Chaser is Kosher B'Shar Hayamim. It's only Pasal B'Yayim Rishayim. So how could Rabbeinu Avrami Prague Pasal Nitla Pitmasai Kol Shiva? But the answer to Rabbeinu Avrami Prague is he doesn't learn that the psul is al tzchaser. He learns that the psul is al tzhadar. The lavush in Simen Tafresh Memches says that the psul of Nitla Pitmasai is that now that the pitim is removed, it lacks in the requirement of hadar. The Magin Avram in Simen Tafresh Mem Tes, Sivkatan Yud Zayin, is medayik this way from the Magid Mishnah as well. The Magid Mishnah there in Hilchas Lulav, Paraches Halacha Zayin, um, is mashma that the Psul is because when it's nitla pitmasai, it lacks hadar. And if that's the case, it seems clear that Rabbeinu Avram Miprag learns this way as well. If the psul is al-tzchaser, there would be no explanation why you would pass it called shiva. But once the psul is al-tzhadar, we'll say that Rabbeinu Avram Prag holds like the Ramah in this aspect, and the Taisvis and the Rosh that hold that psulei hadar apostle called shiva, as opposed to the Shitas Rambam that we mentioned a number of times, that psulei hadar are only possible by Rishain. Therefore, Rabbeinu Avram Miprag passes that the psul of Nitla Pitmasai is called Shiva. The Magen Avram over there in Tafresh Memtes, Paskins Lamaisa, ain't Lahakal Bepitma. That Peshar Hayamim, we have to be Machmir, like this Shita of Rabbeinu Avrami Prag, that passes it called Shiva. And the Mishnah Brewer brings this down as well. There in Tafresh Memtes, Sivkatan Lamid Vav. Therefore, if someone has an Esrig that falls and the Pitim breaks, not just if it was before he was Mekayim the Mitzvah on Yantif Rishain, but even if this happened afterwards or on Cholamayid, we would still have to be Machmir that the Esrig is possible, because Nitla Pit Masai, we would be Machmir like the Shitois that uh, the Psul is Midin Hadar, and that Psulei Hadar are possible called Shiva. However, the Mishnah Brewer there brings in the name of the El that if it's very hard to find another Esrig, there is Makam to be Mekel on such an Esrig. Bishar Hayamim. Because firstly, if you hold like the Ramah, that the Psul is Midin Chaser, that's only Biyayim Rishayim. And Bishar Hayamim will be Kasher. Even if you hold like most Paiskim, that it's Pasul Mitam Hadar, However, there is a Shita Sarambam that Psulei Hadar are only possible by Rishain. Therefore, it would be like a Svek Sveka in order to be Mekel. And even though we don't rely on this Meikar Hadin, because the Shita of the Ramah, that the Psul of Nitla Pitmasai is Chaser, is, is Bintam Chaser, that's only a Das Yachid, that's the Shita of Rabbein Yerucham, and we don't find that Shita in other places, but it could be Mitztarif to make a Kula Bishas Hatchak if a person can't find another Eswik. If we have a psul in our, in our Mishnah, and the way the Gemara and most Rishonim explain it is that nitla pitmasai, the pitam on top of the Esrig, if that fall, fell off, then that's possible. So why do we find today that many people are taking Esrigim without a pitam? It's a Beferi in the Mishnah that nitla pitmasai is possible. The answer to this question is because of the Ramah in Simintafresh Memches Siv Zayin. That the Ramah writes that 
Um, the psul of nitla pistmasai is only if the esrig grew with the pitam and then it fell off, it got removed from the esrig. Aval imloi dad If it never had that protruding pitam, me'oilam, it grew without a pitam. Tahainu, every esrig really starts growing from its pitam. It's not possible to grow without a pitam, but what it means is that it fell off at an early enough stage that it's considered halachically that it grew without a pitam. Then it's kosher. And not only that, the Ramah says, Most Esroigim in the towns of the Ramah um, were, came without a pitam because they grew without a pitam. And in such a case, the Ramah says that it's kosher. And the Mishnabrura in Sifkata Lamed Beis explains that since um, the Esri grew that way, it's impossible to say that this Esri is considered chaser. It's lacking. It's not lacking. This is the way the Esri grew. And it's not considered a chisar in hadar. A lack of hadar is when an important part of the Esri is missing. That's when the Esri grew with a pitim. But if the Esri grows without a pitim, that is the, the hadar of this Esri. It grew this way and it's intact in its perfect state and it doesn't have a pitim. If that's the case, it's not considered a lack of hadar. It's not considered a and therefore would be kosher. There's a fascinating line in the Bir Hagra on this halacha, when the Ramah says that Nitla Pitmasa is only possible if it was removed, it fell off afterwards. But if it grew originally without a pitam, then it's kosher. The Bir Hagra says, Telahachi Ka'ama Nitla. The Ramah is medayikit from the word nitla. Nitla pitmasa means it was removed, as opposed to growing without a pitam. Ukedas harambam biyoridea. Simin nun siv beis. What does that mean? The gra is alluding to a machloikas that's brought down in the tour in Yeridea Simin nun and other paiskim. A machloikas we show them lagabi parts of an animal that if uh, that if a certain aver, a certain limb of the animal gets removed, so the halacha is in chulin that it's considered a trefa. So there's a machloikas we show them. Let's say the animal was born without that aver. Is it also possible, just like if it was nitla, just like if it was removed? Or do we say it's kosher? And the Rambam in Hilchas Shechita, Parachas Halacha Chav Dalid, says that it's only possible if it was born with it and it came out. It was nitla ha'aver. But if it was um, lacking it from the beginning, then it's kosher. But the Rashba in Torah Sabayis argues and is machmir and says that that's considered a trefa as well. So the Ramah over here, that's Mekel, and says that it's Davka if it's Nitla Pitmasai. But if it was born that way, if it grew that way, then it would be kosher. That is Kedas HaRambam that says that when it says Nitla HaEver in Chulin, that it's a trefa, that is only if it's Nitla, if it was removed afterwards. But if it was born without that Aver, then it's considered kosher. And the Ramah would be going like the Shita HaRambam and not like the Shita of the Rajba, like Abidat Halacha of Trefas. The emiss is, though, that the, the tzushtel of the Bir Hagra is a big chiddish. But Pashtus, that's a local machlaikas in Hilchas Trefois, if it's considered a trefa, if it was born lacking that aver or not. The Rambam says it's not a trefa, and the Rajba says it is, a, it is, it is considered a trefa. L'chaira, our machlaikas is a different machlaikas. Is it considered a psul in the esrig if the esrig was grown without a pitim? Do we consider that chaser? Do we consider that a lack of hadar? Or do we say no? That's not a problem of chaser or a lack of hadar. That's two independent shailas, l'chaira, they're not tali As a matter of fact, according to the gra, it should come out that uh, we have to be machmir to buy an esrig 
that does that is not lacking a pitam, even if it grew without a pitam. Because in Shulchan Aruch, in Yeridea, in Simen Nun, Siv Beis, which is what the Bir HaGro is mitzayin, the Shulchan Aruch paskins there, Lechumra, like the Rashba. He says, any time that it says, Im Nital, it's a trefa, Hu Hadin, Lenivra Chaser. And not only that, but the Ramos says the same thing over there, that you have to be machmir, like the Shita Sarajba. Behefsid Meruba, the Ramos says, Yesh Lismoicha Machshirin, and to say that the animal is not called a trefa, if there's a Hefsid Meruba to throw out that animal. But if not for Hefsid Meruba Meikaradin, the Ramos and the Shulchan Aruch like that Rajba. If these Machloikas in Atoli Zebezeh, then it would be that Nitlapit Masai is possible, even if it was Chasim Mitchilasai, Mitchilas Briyasai. And then it comes out a Shtikal Ha'ara on the Bir Agro. Because the Ramo over here is paskaning not like that. The Ramo himself says that nitla pit masai is only possible if it was removed, not if it was uh, grown without a pitim. Yet the Ramo over there in Yeridea holds like the Rashba. So how could the beer Hagra say over here that the Kula of the Ramo is Kedas Harambam Yeridea Seminun? Then comes out a stira in the Ramo. So Bepashtas, we have to say that this stira in the Ramo is Moichiach, that these two diunim are not connected. And therefore, even though we'll be Machmer over there and say that it is considered a trefa, still the Ramo is Mekel over here and says that it's not considered Chaser if it's Nitla, if the Esr was grown without a pitim. It could be even the Gra agrees with this and does not mean to say that the source of the Ramah is because it says Nitla Pitmasai and every time it says Nitla we have the same halachas. It could be over there in Yeridea we're not Medayik Nitla Pitmasai and over here uh, the, the, the din of Nitla the Ever and over here Nitla Pitmasai is Bedavka Nitla. It doesn't mean Mamish that the Ramah is holding like the Shita Sarambam. The Gra is just bringing a dogma where the word Nitla means specifically Nital and not if it was born that way. But Al Kapanim, even if the Grom means that it is Mamish Tali Zebezeh, it seems from the Ramah that it's Muchach, that it's not Tali Zebezeh, and therefore we could be Mekel and buy an Esrig if the Esrig Taka grew Mitchilas Briyasai without a Pitim. Now, if someone is being sold an Esrig that does not have a Pitim, Lechaira, he has a Suffolk, if it's Nitla Pitmasai, maybe the Pitim just fell off a few minutes ago, or maybe it was. Uh, grown without a pitim. So how does one know? So the Mishnah Bruins, if Katan Lamid Beis brings from earlier Paiskim that there is a simon that one can tell if it was Nitla Pitmasai or not. Because if the Esri grew without a pitim, then on top, in the place where the pitim usually is, there should be a clean, smooth curve, like a little dip, like the end of a spoon. And that smooth curve um, is a simon that it was not nitla pitmasai, it's a simon that it grew without a pitim. However, other paiskim are mefakvek, that the raya is not a raya muhrachas, and you know the, the pitim that falls off can fall off in all different types of angles, and therefore it's not so pashat in the Sefer Chaim Ubracha of the match of Arav in Simon and Gimel, he says, Why should we enter a Suffolk and buy an Essek without a Pitim? And rely on our own understanding of if it's Nikla Pitmasai, the safest way to go is to buy an Essek with a Pitim, and you'll find many Gedailim that were Makbid to buy an Essek with a Pitim like this to assure that it doesn't have the Psal of the Mishnah of Nikla Pitmasai. However, in the Chazanish type of Esroigim, most of the Esroigim Taka grow 
without a pitim, as the Ramah is made that most of the Esraigim in his Medinois also came without a pitim. Therefore, if one buys from a Moicher Nemon, and that's an important Hadgasha, that has to be a Moicher Nemon who knows where these Esraigim come from, and he could be relied on that he, the pitim didn't just fall off and he kicked it under the table and put the Esraig in a box that said that it would, never had a pitim. If he's a Moicher Nemon that you could rely on him, then the Paiskim of today say that you could rely that it's from the many Esraigim that grew without a pitim. In the din of Nital Ha'ukatz, this that it says that we just pa- mentioned on the Shulchan Aruch and Sivchas, that if the Ukatz, the stem of the Esrik fell off in a way that even the part that rests inside the cavity is uh, now off of the Esrik, that that's going to be possible. The Mishnah Brura and Sivkat and Lamed Dalid and all of the other Paiskim as well say that here the Psul is surely Alts Chaser. That's not considered a lack of Hadar. The Psul of Nital HaUkutz is Alts Chaser. And there's a very fascinating Shaila if, if the Ukutz fell off and someone wants to be Mechaberit with a, a little piece of wood or a needle that he wants to stick into the esrig and on the other side of it stick in the ukits and then he'll attach it to the esrig without being machase the esrig further. Now the ukits is attached through this needle. Is he machshir? Is he able to be machshir the esrig in such a way? In the Chuvas base Yaakov, Simon Kuf Membeis, who was a ben of the Shach, the Chuvas base Yaakov, he declares about this, could you be machshir and nital ha'ukots if you, uh, with a machat, in order to, to stick it back on. And he has two tzadim, but in the Tshuvah Shvus Yaakov, Chelek Aleph Simen Lamed Hey, he says that since Midairaisa you need a Lakicha Tama, it can't be Chaser. Therefore, anything that you uh, attach manually, that really Be'atzam it's Chaser, and you manually go and attach it with a needle, that's not going to work. And there's a beautiful raya that the Ma'asham, in Das Torah, and Simen Tafresh Mem Hey, Simen Tafresh Mem Ches, um, brings to this Yesoid, and he brings it from the Rash in Ahalois. In the Mishnayis in Ahalois, on the side of the Mishnayis, is a Pirish of the Rash, that's the Rash Mishans. In Paragimel Mishnah Dalid, he brings a fascinating Toisefta, that the Toisefta says in Esrig, Shanifrats V'tochvay Bekush, if the Esrig, part of the Esrig came apart, and you were uh, connected it with a Kush, with a piece of wood, Einoi Chibur, She'ein Chiburei Adam Chibur. The Chibur of an Adam is not considered a Chibur. And the of this Taisefta is that it's talking to Gabi Hilchas Tumavatara. If you want to know if the Esrig is considered a fruit that's intact and is Makabal Tuma, that's not considered a full fruit because the Chibur Ayyadayadam Enoi Chibur. However, the Rash, when he brings down this Taisefta, says, Enoi Chibur, Lotseis Yedei Chayvasai. What does the Rash mean? The din of Tuma and Tara. There's no Chayva that you have to be Yaitse. So the Marsham says, it seems that the Rash understood that that. Taisefta is talking about Lotzis Yidei Chayvasai on Sukkis with the Chiv of Arba Minim that a Chibur Ayyadei Adam Enoi Chibur and therefore if one connects the Ukits with a Machat it's not going to be good enough it's still going to be considered Chaser this was all Agabi Nital HaUkots what about Agabi Nital HaPitam so according to the Ramah that the Nital Pitmasai is also because of Chaser it would be the same thing it's Chibur Ayyadei Adam does not undo the problem of Chaser however in the Chuvah Shi'ilah Shalom Simen Reish Lamid Bey 
Pitmasis, he declares that if Nitla Pitmasa is because of Hadar, so like the other Paiskim, the Lavush, the Magad Mishnah we mentioned before, Rabbeinu Abrami Prague, if you hold that it, it's a Psul al Hadar, maybe now that you've connected it artificially, so now it's not a Chesaron of Hadar, because no one will know the difference. It looks perfectly Hadar. So maybe if the Svarah of the Psul is al Hadar, maybe it'll be kosher. So because of this, the Tshuva Shila Shalem, brought down by the Chaim Uvracha, um, says that one could be mekel on Yantif Shani to stick the pitaman with a machat. And he says like this, if the psul is al chaser, and then a chaser you can't fix, it's still considered chaser, chibur ayyadayadam any chibur by a chaser, so then yantif sheni, it's anyway kosher, because the psulum of chaser is only beyantif rishain. The only reason to be machmi bechlal by nitla pitmasai, b'shara yamim, is because we're worried that it's hadar. If we're worried that it's hadar, then we could already rely on this svara that the a psulam of Hadar is only if it's actually still la- missing. But if it's not, if it looks Hadar to everybody, so then one could be makel and rely on such an esrig that he stuck the pitam back on with a machat if it's Bishar Hayamim. So we're being mitzarif a few different shitas in order to get to this kula. Firstly, it could be the shita saramah that it's chaser. In addition to that, Piyantif Shani, we've mentioned in the past that um, according to the Rambam, psulay Hadar are not puzzle on Yantif Shani Bechlal. So if if it's chaser, it's kosher b'shar yamim. If it's hadar, there might be a tzad that it's kosher b'shar yamim anyway. And even on the tzad that it's hadar, that it's al psulei hadar, and the psulei hadar are called shiva, we could be mitzar if this shita, this svara says the shila shalom, that maybe it's not lacking hadar once it's attached with the machat, and therefore b'shar yamim, if someone would want to connect the pitam together with the machat and it would look as good as new, then you could be makil. However, behind rishain, we would have to be machmir, mitzad the svaras that it might be possible al chaser, and if it's Pasalat's chaser, then chibur ayiday adam, ain't chibur, and the eser will be considered pasal beyond the vrishain. The Gemara then discusses the psal that's mentioned in the Mishnah that if the eser is nikav vechaser kalshu, it's pasal. If there's a hole in the esrig and part of the esrig is missing, it's pasal. But if it's nikiv v'loi chaser kalshu, then it's kosher. And the Gemara brings on this a b'raiser from Ula Bar Chanina that says that the nekev of an esrig is only pasal if it's a nekev mefulash, if it goes all the way through the esrig, or if it's a nekev b'keiser, a hole that's the size of a keiser, about the size of a dime. And there are two shitas in the Rishonim to explain how this b'raisa fits in with our Mishnah. Rashi explains that the b'raisa is referring to a nekev that does not make a chaser in the, in the esrig. In other words, a nekev is made, a hole is made through a needle, but there is no... Um, there's nothing missing in the gufa esrig. It's just an indentation in the esrig that could be considered a nekev. And on that the b'raisa says... That even though it says in the Mishnah, Nikiv v'loi chaser kalshu is kosher, if it's a nekev mefulosh, or if it's a nekev the size of an isar, then it's pasal. But the din of the Mishnah that it's nikiv v'chaser kalshu who is pasal, that does not have to be a nekev mefulosh, it does not have to be a nekev the size of an isar, a nekev, a kalshu is pasal, as long as it's a chaser, it's even if it's chaser, only a kalshu, it's puzzle. And this shita of Rashi is the shita of Taisvis and the Rosh as well, and also the Rambam and Hilchas Lul of Peraches Halachazayin. And that is that even though it says in the Brisa that only a nekev mefulosh or a nekev bikiisar is puzzle, however, if 
part of the esrig is missing. It's a nekev that makes a chaser kalshu, then it's pasal b'chal However, the shita that argues on this is the shita's haraivid, over there in Hilchas Lulav, Parachas Halachazayin. The raivid is mekil and learns that the b'raisa is referring to an esrig that is chaser. And says, the b'raisa says, that it's only possible if the nekev is a nekev mefulosh, and then there is a chaser kalshu. If it's a nekev mefulosh and also chaser kalshu, it's possible. Or if it's even if it's not a nekev mefulosh, if it's a nekev that makes a chisar in the size of a keisar, then it's possible. Only if it's mefulosh and chaser kalshu, or if it's chaser, uh, the size of a ki'isa, that it's pasal. But if the nekev is a regular tiny nekev that doesn't, it's not a nekev mefulosh, and it's not a nekev the size of ki'isar, even if it does make a little chisarain, a little lack in the esrig itself, it's still going to remain kosher. And this is the most common case of an esrik that's possible because of chaser, is where it's chaser kalshu. It's usually not chaser the size of a keiser and surely not a nekev mefulosh. So this case where it's chaser kalshu, what's the halacha? According to Rashi and most Rishayinim, it's possible with the psal of chaser kalshu that's mentioned in the Mishnah. The Brisa is not referring to a case of chaser. That's why the Brisa had to talk about nekev mefulosh or nekev bekeiser. But if it's chaser kalshu, then it's and the raivet is machshir and esrig that's kosher, that's chaser kalshu. Only if it's chaser the size of a keniser, or if it's a nekev mefulosh and chaser kalshu, then it's possible. But a regular chaser kalshu is kosher according to the raivet. In the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, in Simen Tafresh Mem Ches, Siv Beis, we are machmir, they are both machmir, like the Shita of Rashi and Taisvis and Roiv Rishainim, that a chaser kalshu is possible. However, the Ramah says that since the Shita Saraivet is that a chaser kalshu is kosher, therefore, Bishas Chak, if someone can't find another Esrig, he can make a bracha on an esrig that's chaser kalshu, relying on the shitas haraivit b'shasat chak, that an esrig that's chaser kalshu, as long as it's not a nekev mefulosh, and as long as, long as it's not chaser the size of a keniser, it would be kosher, and we could rely on that shitas haraivit b'shasat chak. The beer halacha over there points out that whenever we talk in our sugya of an esrig that's chaser, an esrig that's missing, it means that it's missing from the gufa esrig. We're not talking about that just the outer yellow peel got a little peeled off. That doesn't make the esrig considered an esrig hachaser. An esrig chaser is when it's missing part of the goof of the esrig itself underneath the yellow peel. That would be a psul of chaser. And again, according to most Rishonim, even a chaser kolshehu of that goof esrig is pasal. And according to the Ravid, only if it's chaser keiser or if there is a nekev mefulosh. Lagabi the psul of chaser, the Gemara here in Lamed Vav Beis says that it's kosher b'shar hayamim. Only beyond Rishain is there a psal of chaser. The Gemara says that Rabbi Hanina was matbilbei. He would dip his esrig into a sauce and eat it, take a bite out of the esrig, v'nafikbei, and he would use the esrig for his mitzvah. Obviously then the esrig was an esrig hachaser. And the Gemara says, Ulu Rabbi Hanina, kasha masnitin. It's shver on Rabbi Hanina from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that there's a psal of chaser. How could Rabbi Hanina do that? And the Gemara says, kan biyantif rishoin, kan biyantif sheni. The Mishnah's psal of chaser is only biyantif rishoin on the first day of Sukkot, but on the remaining days of Sukkot, from the Yantiv Shani and on is kosher, the Eswig HaChaser is kosher Bishar HaYamim. Why is an Eswig that's Chaser, kosher on Shara Yamim. So there's two different shitas in the Rishonim. Rashi here on Lamed Vav Amid Beis, and Toysvis in the beginning of the parak on Chavtes Amid Beis, and the Rosh as well in Simon Gimel. 
Say that the psul of Chaser is a new psul called Lakicha Tama. Since it says Ulakachtem Lochem, so Idashin Ulakachtem has to be Lakicha Tama, it has to be complete. And this psul was only in the mitzvah the Iraisa of Bayim Rishain. The din that the Rabbanan said that you're supposed to take Bizman Hazer. Um, all the days of uh, Sukkot to take a lulav and esrig, they did not say that there it would be possible the psul of chaser. Only other psulim, Taisvis and the Rosh, say the psulim of Hadar are possible b'shar hayamim. But a psul of chaser, which is only because it's lacking in Lakicha Tama, that's only in the Iker Mitzvah, the Iraisa of Yom Tevrishain, not on the Dinder Abanan of b'shar hayamim. However, the Ritva in the beginning of the parak on Chavtesam and Beis and the Ran over there both say... <coughs> That the psul of chaser is not a new psul of lakicha tama. <clears throat> it's because an esrig that's lacking part of the esrig, an esrig that's missing kolshu, it's possible because it lacks in the requirement of hadar. The same psul that we've had in many different instances, a psul of yavesh, a psul of chazazis, is because it lacks hadar. Chaser is not a new category. Chaser is just another way that the esrig lacks hadar. And it's only possible beyond Tivrishain, say the Ritva and the Ran, because the Psulim of Hadar, if something is lax Hadar, it's only possible beyond The Ritva and the Ran are going like the Shitas Harambam that we've mentioned a number of times, that the Psulay Hadar are only possible beyond Tivrishain, and therefore Chaser is an example of a Psul of Hadar, and that's why the Gemari here says that it's possible only beyond Tivrishain. As we've mentioned, the Ramah in Tafresh Memtes, Sif Hay, assumes like the Rosh and Toysvis that Psulei Hadar are apostle called Shiva. So it's clear that the Ramah is understanding that the Psul of Chaser is a different category, like Rashi and Taisis and the Rosh, that it's a Psul of Lakicha Tama, and this Psul was only said beyond Tifrishain. However, the Ritva and the Ran, going with the Shita Sarambam, that Psulei Hadar are apostle only beyond Tifrishain, they explain that the Psul of Chaser is a subcategory within the Psulim of lack of Hadar. And therefore they hold that chaser as well as all the psulei hadar are possible only beyantiv rishay. What is the halacha in Chutz Laaretz on Yontif Sheni? Yontif Sheni Shel Galios. Is that treated like Yontif Rishain and therefore Chaser would be possible? Or is that treated like Yontif Sheni? Is that treated like Shara Yamim where a psul of Chaser would be kosher? So the emes is that in Shulchan Aruch it says in Simin Tafresh Mem Tes Sifhei that any psulim that are apostle on Yantif Rishain, for example, an Esrig and Lulav that's not Lochem, it's borrowed. So on Yantif Sheni Shel Goliois, one should be Machmir and not make a Bracha on such a Lulav and Esrig. Even though it's not Yantif Rishain, it's Yantif Sheni, but since it's Yantif Sheni Shel Goliois, so in, in Chutzlaaretz, we treat the Yantif Sheni Shel Goliath with the Chumrah of Yantif Rishain, and therefore one should not make a bracha on such an Esrik. Well, if that's the case, L'Chaira, an Esrik HaChaser, which is possible by Yantif Rishain, should be possible by Yantif Sheni Shel Goliath as well, and one should not be able to make a bracha on an Esrik HaChaser. However, the Mishnah Bura in Simen Tafresh Mem Ches, Sivkatan Ches, brings the Yisoyed in the name of the Maimer Mordechai, and I found that the Chsam Soifer over here on Lamed Vav Amid Aleph says the same exact Chiddush, and that is that if the Esrig is Chaser Kolshu, it's not Chaser the size of an Isar, it's Chaser Kolshu, then one could make a bracha on it on Yantiv Sheni Shel And they explain that even though on Yantiv Sheni Shel Goliath we're usually Machmir and we don't make a bracha in Chutzlaret, on Psula Yantiv Rishain, 
on Yontif Sheini Shalgaliyas. However, over here, if it's only Chaser Kalshu, so in the Sharat and he explains a little more in Sivkatan Yud, that when it's only Chaser Kalshu, the Ravid says that this is Kasher even beyond Tivrishain. As we said, the Shitas Haravid in the Sugi is that only if it's Chaser the size of a Keiser or a Nekev Mefulash, then it's Pasel with the Psal of Chaser. But if it's a stam of chaser kolshu on a nekev that's not mafulosh, it's kosher even beyond tevrishain. So even though meikar hadin, we don't paskin like the raivid. The Ramah says we only rely on the raivid b'shas atchak. However, beyond tevsheni shalgolius, we could be lenient one step further, and we could assume the raivid's shita even lechatchila. And therefore, the Maimur Mordechai and the Chsam Seifer both say that on Yontif Sheni Shalgolius, one is allowed to take an esrig, which is a very common case, an esrig that's chaser kolshu. Even though normally beyond the Rishon we wouldn't take it, but beyond the Sheni Shalgalius, then we could rely on the Ravid, even Lechatchila, and make a bracha on such an Esrik. And therefore, in a year where the first day of Sukkot comes out on Shabbos, everybody knows that in Eretz Yisrael, people are advising others that you can take an Esrik that's Chaser. Because since Chaser is only once Sunday comes around, which is Cholomayid in Eretz Yisrael, that's Bishar HaYamim, that will be an Esrik, that's Kasher L'Chadchila. However, in Chutz Aretz, one may think that you shouldn't get such an Esrik, because there's going to be Yantiv Sheni Shalgalius. And the Shulchan Aruch says that Yantiv Sheni Shalgalius, we don't make a bracha on Psula Yantiv Rishon. However, now that this Mishnah Brura has brought down the Maimar Mordechai, and the Chsam Seifer says it as well, that in a case of Chaser Kolshu, we could be making on Yantiv Sheni Shalgalius and rely Lechatchila on the Shita Saraivid, that Chaser Kolshu is not possible altogether. Therefore, in a, in a year where Yantiv Rishon is on Shabbos, and then Sunday is Yantiv Sheni Shalgalius, so you could buy an Esrik HaChaser if it's chaser kolshu, if it's not the size of a keisar, then you could get such an esrig even lechatchila, even in chutz laaretz, according to this chiddush of the Maimon Mordechai and the Chassam Seifer. Of course, the tzaddikim always say that if a person buys such an esrig, so it could be a shaila of kfira, because then he's showing that he's relying on the fact that Mashiach is not going to come. Because if Mashiach comes, then we're going to have a mitzvah dairaisa called shiva. So I'm not saying halacha lemaisa someone should buy such an esrig, but al kapanim if Mashiach does not end up coming, an esrig that's chaser beyantiv. Shani is going to be kosher, according to this Maimon Mordechai and the Chassam Seifer, even in Chutz Laaretz, where it's Yantif Shani Shalgalias. If it comes out that Mashiach is not here by Yantif Shani Shalgalias, so then we could use this Esrik HaChaser if, as long as it's a Chaser Kalshu and not Chaser the size of a Keiser. However, even though many will say, that besides the issue of ra- ra- waiting for Mashiach, one is allowed to buy an Esrik that's Chaser. Or surely an esrik that's chaser kolshu. Um, if uh, we could rely then on the, the sheet on the yisoid that it's esrik that's chaser is kosher b'shar hayamim. However, it's important to point out that such an esrik should be pashtus not be bought even on a year where. Yantif Rishain comes out on Shabbos. And that is because the Ravid in Hilchas Lulav, in his Kuntras Hilchas Lulav and in his Chuvas Tamim Deim, and the Meiri over here as well on Lamed Vav Amid Beis, they both say that 
even though it's mavur in the Gemara of Rabbi Chanina that an esrog that's chaser is kosher b'shar hayamim, however, there's a din of hidur mitzvah that one should take an esrog that's shalem and not pagum. One should not take an esrog that's chaser even b'shar hayamim, not meikar hadin, but because of a chumrah of hidur mitzvah. And the Ravid says that there's a din of hidur mitzvah ad shlish, which comes from a Gemara in Bava Kama Daftesamid Beis that one should spend up to a third more to get an esrog to get a mitzvah that's hidur mitzvah. Because of the din of Zek Heilivan Veyu, and therefore, even though an Esrik HaChaser is Kosher Bishar Hayamim, it's still better with the din of Hidr Mitzvah to get an Esrik that's Shalim, and not an Esrik that's lacking, an Esrik that's Pagum, and therefore, Lechatchila, one should not buy an Esrik that's Chaser. The tour argues on this Ravid and the Me'iri. The tour in Simen Tafresh Memtes says that a person could be Machaser the Esrik Lechatchila, and there's no din lechatchila to take an esrik that's shalem and not chaser. And lechayra, there's a raya muchrachas to the tour from this Gemara. That's the story of Rabbi Chanina. It says that Rabbi Chanina was matpil with the esrik. He dipped it in, in sauce and he ate it. And then v'nafik bay. After he ate part of the esrik, he was yaitzei. If there's a din of hider mitzvah, if the rivet and the meiri are right, that there's a din of hider mitzvah ad shlish, that one should not do this. And therefore we're telling people be makbid on the rivet and the meiri. And better, Misham Hidr Mitzvah, better to spend up to a third more to get an Esrik that's not Chaser. How in the world could Rabbi Chanina, the Hedlaga Amoira, who's definitely Makayim, the Mitzvah Lechatchila, in all ways, how could he be Toivel, Matbil, Venafik Bey Lechatchila? This is Lechayra, the Tour's Raya, that the Tour says that even Lechatchila, one could be Machaser, the Esrik, and use an Esrik HaChaser, even Lechatchila. But the truth is that the Me'iri and the Ravid themselves are Oymir on this Kasha, and they explain the story of Rabbi Hanina in a very novel way. And they say that Rabbi Hanina really had two Esraigim. He had one Esrik that he was going to use for his mitzvah. And of course, that Esrik he wasn't going to eat, he part of, he wasn't going to touch that one until he was Yoytze the mitzvah. He was not going to be Machase that. Because there's a din lechatchila that you should take shalim v'loy pagum. But then Rabbi Chanina had an extra esrig, and that's what he wanted to use for his snack or for his meal. So that was the one that he was matbul bey v'nafik bey. He was matbul bey because he didn't want to use it for the mitzvah. Why did he end up using it for the mitzvah? Says the Meiri and the Ravid as well that his first esrig that he was going to use for the mitzvah got lost. So Rabbi Chanina didn't plan lechatchila to be yaitzah the mitzvah with an esrig achaser. Esrig number one, he wanted to keep shalim and use it for the mitzvah. Esrig number two, he wanted to eat and not use for the mitzvah. After he took a bite out of that esrig, he looked around for his other esrig and he saw that it was lost and he didn't have his other esrig. Therefore, he had to use this esrig that now became an esrig hachaser for his mitzvah. Matvil bey, kama, he was matvil bey and not going to use it. And then, v'nafik bey, he ended up using it for the mitzvah. But avada lechatchila, says the Meiri and the Ravid, one should not plan lechatchila to go do it. The tour understood kipshutai, the Rabbi Hanina only had one esrig. So if that's the case, you see that Lechatchila, he went and took a bite out of it, and then Venafik Bey. So according to the Torah, we have a Raya that one could be Mechaseh the Esrug Lechatchila. However, the way the Me'iri and the Ravid understand the story, we do not have a Raya that you could be Yaitzel Lechatchila and other Rabbah. They say that there's a din of Hidr Mitzvah that one should not take an Esrug HaChaser even Bishar HaYamim.
the Chiddush of the Meiri and the Raivet, it's a very novel pshat in the Gemara. However, it has a gewaldige harvacha to learn the Gemara in such a way because there's a great kasha on our Gemara that's asked by Taisus later in the Mesachta on Daf Mem Vava Midbeis Dibra Hamaskel Esrig. How is it possible that Rabbi Chanina could dip this Esrig and take a bite out of it? Even if a Chaser is kosher b'shar hayamim, there's a din that the Arba Minim are hukza lemitzvasa. They're designated for the mitzvah. So how could you have benefit? How could you have Hanah and eat part of this Esrig? This Esrig was an Esrig that's Huktzol Mitzvasa. This is the strong kasha of Toysis later on, that according to the Me'iri and the Raivir, this is a simple answer to Toysis' kasha. Because, the Esrig number one that was hooked to the mitzvasa, Hanina did not take for himself. He did not bite into that one. He, bought in, he, he bit into another Esrig that was not hooked to the mitzvasa. That was designated for his snack. That was not designated for the mitzvah, and that's why he was able to bite from it. I, it says, Venafik Bey, yeah, that that was plan B, that now that he lost the first Esrig, so then he used this Esrig um, as his mitzvah, v'nafik bey. But ain't a chanami, the Esrig that was hooked to the mitzvasa, Rabbi Hanina would never have taken a bite out of. So according to the Raivet and the Me'iri, the new Pshan and the Gemara, we're marviach that we have a new Teretz to Toysis' Kasha and Afmen Vavam and Beis. Toysis that asks the Kasha assumes that Rabbi Hanina only had one Esrig, and therefore Toysis asks that how could Rabbi Hanina take a bite out of that Esrig if that Esrig was hooked to the mitzvasa? It seems that Toysis would then be forced to hold like the tour. That um, one is allowed to be machaser in Esrig even lechatchila because if you learn this story kipshutai that Rabbi Chanina had only one Esrig, we see from here that uh, Rabbi Chanina is allowed to bite lechatchila into an Esrig that he's going to use for the mitzvah because the din of chaser is kasha lechatchila and it stems very nicely because in the chuvas toiras chesed orachayim simen lamid vav he brings a raya that shitas toisvus is like the tour toisvus and avoidezara daf nun tes amir aleph tibur hamaschil botzar Taisis there, it's Mavur, the way Taisis explains a certain Yushalmi in the Mai, Ayin Sham in the Taisvis, but the Teres Chesed shows from that Taisvis that Taisis holds like the tour that one is allowed to be Machaser in Esser given Lechatchila. And according to what we're saying, this is Taisis Lishitasam. Taisis and Afmen Vavavim Beis asks that the Esser was Hoksalim Etzvasa, that's because he learns our story Kipshutoi, that Rabbi Hanina had only one Esser. According to this, there's a great Hoychacha that one is allowed to use an Esser Hachaser even Lechatchila. The Raivan and the Meiri, a machadish, a nupshan in the Gemara, that Rabbi Hanina had two esrogim, and Eina Chanami, one is not allowed to take an esrog hachoser lechatchila. That was just the last resort of Rabbi Hanina, but according to that, we have an answer to the kasha, that Eina Chanami, the esrog was, uh, first esrog was hukzalimitzvasa, but that's not the esrog that Rabbi Hanina took a bite out of. He took a bite out of the other esrog that was designated for his snack, but then at the end, when he saw that the first esrog was lost, then he ended up using um, that esrog for the mitzvah in the the Evidic away. Toysvis and the tour answer their kasha. Toysvis and Afmen Vavam Ibeis and the tour in Tafresh Memtes answer the kasha according to their shita that Rabbi Hanina had only one esrig. What's takab shat lechayro? It's hukzal mitzvasa. Toysvis and the tour do not want to learn that Rabbi Hanina had two esrigim like the Raivet and the Meiri say. So they both answer the kasha and say that Rabbi Hanina took a small bite out of the esrig and made sure that the esrig remained kashir, which is the shear of kebeya that we learn in our Mishnah on Lamedalad Amidbeis. The 
Esrig had the remaining shear, and therefore it wasn't a problem of Hukzala Mitzvasa. And Taisvis explained that even though um, the entire Esrig is Hukzala Mitzvasa B'yayim Rishayin, because a Chaser is possible B'yayim Rishayin, so the entire Esrig must be designated for the Mitzvah. However, Bishar Hayamim, an esrig that's chaser is kosher. And therefore we're talking about a case that Rabbi Hanina was makteh, only part of the esrig, only a kabeya or a little bit more than that, um, of the esrig to be designated for his mitzvah l'shar hayamim. And therefore, says Taisvis, it's not a problem that Rabbi Hanina was able to take a bite out of the esrig. Because as long as he left over the shear of a kabeya, then that's okay. He's not going against that designation of the mitzvah when he eats part of the esrig. And that's the shita of Taisus and the Tur that they hold that one is allowed to be machaser in esrig lechatchila for the shar hayamim. However, they both say that you have to be careful to make sure that you leave over kashir because that's the way Rabbi Hanina did it in order to make sure that it wasn't a stira to the din of muktzah to the din that it was huktzah lemitzvasa. What's very fascinating is that we see from Taisus and the Tur that the shir that it says in the Mishnah that an esrig has to be at least a kabeitza big, that shear is not just that it has to grow to be that shear. Even if it was bigger than that shear originally, but now someone took a bite out of it and was mechasa the esrig, if it's mechasa the esrig where it's pachas mikabeitza, that would be pasal al pachas mikashir. And therefore, Taisis and the Torah say that you have to be careful when you're mechasa an esrig, that it has to remain the shear of a kabeitza. The reason that this is such a chiddish is because if you remember the Gemara says, and aflamid alaf amid beiz, lamaskanas ha Gemara, the reason why an esrig that's pachas mikashir kabeitza is pasal is because loy it's not considered a fully ripe fruit, and that's why it didn't grow bigger than a kebeya. Well, if that's the reason, that should be only in a case where it didn't grow to the shear of a kebeza. But if it did grow to be the full shear of a kebeza, and it definitely is nigmar peri, now Rabbi Hanino or someone else comes and takes a bite out of the esrig and is machaser to be pachas mi kebeza, why should that be possible? Why do Taisus and the tour hold that that's possible? If the whole issue is an issue of loy nigmar peri, in this case it is nigmar peri, so why would it be possible? So the Bikure Yaakov in Simen Tafresh Mem Ches, Sifkatan Mem Tes, and again in Sifkatan Nun Aleph, says that we see a raya from Toysis and the Tur, that Lafida Maskonas HaGemara, it's not true that the only requirement of a Shir Kabeza is because of the issue of Nigmar Peri. There is another requirement as well, and that is because Pachas Mikashir Kabeza lacks Hadar. If you remember, we mentioned such a Yisoyed from the Chai Adam back in the Shir on Daf Lamed Aleph Amid Beis, that the Gemara just says that even according to Rabbi Yehuda that does not hold of the requirement of Hadar still Pachas Mikashir will be possible because of Loi Nigmar Peiri but according to the Halacha that we hold that there is a requirement of Hadar by Arba Minim the reason that the uh, Esrik that's Pachas Mikashir Kabeza is possible is twofold firstly because it's Loi Nigmar Peiri and also because it lacks Hadar and the reason of Hadar has an Afkamina is Negea Lagabi this discussion in a case where the Esrig was Nigmar Peri it did grow to be fully ripe and fully um, the Shir Kebeza but now it became Nitzchaser afterwards or like the case of the Chai Adam that we mentioned back then that the Esrig was Nitztamik it shriveled and over Yantif became Pachas Mikashir so there the Chai Adam says that it's possible because it lacks Hadar and the Bikur Yaakov says you have a Raya to the Etzem Derech Halimur in that Gemara from Toysvis and the Tur because Toysvis and the Tur in Lagabi 
Abayahu Gemara are discussing a case where the Esrig is Nigmar Peri, but then it was Nishaseh through biting it, which is similar in Lamdus to the case of Nitztamik, that it was big, but now it became small, and still they say it's possible. It can't be because of the Psul of Loi Nigmar Peri. It must be because... In such a situation, it lacks the requirement of other. I would just like to be myself that even though the raya is a very stark raya, that the entire issue is not only Nigmar Peri, there must be another issue of Psul as well, and as the Bikur Yaakov says, that Psul is because it lacks Hadar, there is another Mahalik to explain why Toysvis and the Tur would say that if it gets bitten and it's less than a shear, or in the case where it's stomach, and now it's less than a shear, that it becomes Pasal. And that is based on the Chiddush of the Mabit, in his Sefer, Kirya Sefer, on the Rambam in Hilchaz Lulav, Perek Zayin, and also the Kapois Tamarim, early that they say that the shear of the kabeitza that's said by an esrig is bechlal shiurim We know the shiurim of many mitzvahs is halachalamayshemisinai. Exactly what the shear is. So the mabit and the kapuis tamarim both say that the shear of esrig is included in the shear of halachalamayshemisinai. In other words, it's not just an issue of nigmar peri. Even if you know that this specific esrig is fully right, but it is nigmar peri, it's still pasul pachas mikashir because chazal established a shear based on a halacha l'mayisha misinai that any esrug that's pachas mishir kabeitza is possible. If that's the case, then that would be possible even if the esrug grew to kashir and then afterwards was nitztamik or nitzchaser al yaday someone biting it. That would be another explanation why it could be possible in this case. And Ritzi Pesach Frank in the Mikroi Kodesh on Sukkah, Chelek Beis, on, on uh, the Yantav of Sukkot, Chelek Beis, is Ma'ayra this Nakuda, he brings down this Chiddush of the Kirya Sefer and the Kapois Tamarim. So Al Kapanim, we do have a Chiddush here from Toysvis and the Tur, unlike the Pashib Shant and the Gemara Daf Lamed Aleph. It's clear that it's not just an issue of Nigmar Peri Lamaskana. There is some other issue in the Psul of Pachas Mikashir, and that would be a Psul even if it's Nitztamik or even if it was fully Kashir and someone took a bite out of it. Just there are two different Drachim to say. We could either say that in such a case the Psul is because it lacks the requirement of Hadar, that's the Mahalach of the Bikura Yaakov, or we could say that Toysis and the Tur hold like the Shita of the Kirya Sefer and the Kapois Tamarim, that there is a sheer Halacha Lomayshim Yisinai of Kibetza by an Esrig, and therefore if it's made Pachas Mikashir, even if it is Nigmar Peri, but it would still be Pasul Kol Shiva, Al-Tadin of Pachas Mikashir. One last Ha'aru Lagabi, the Gemara we mentioned before that the Gemara says, Ulu Rabbi Chanino Kasha Masnitin, how could Rabbi Chanino be Yaitza with an Esrig HaChaser? L'chayr et from the Mishnah that says that there's a psul of chaser. And the Gemara says, Kan biyantif rishayn, kan biyantif sheni. That the psul of chaser is only biyantif rishayn, but chaser is kosher biyantif sheni uvishar hayamim. In the Sefer Shalom Yehuda on Moed, Simen Nun Dalid, written by Rav Lezer Plachinsky Zatzal, he's ma'ayr, a strong question on the Shita Saraivid from this Gemara. We mentioned before there's a machlokes Rishonim in the Etzem Psul of Nikiv Vachaser Kalshu that's mentioned in the Mishnah. The Brisa comes along and says that it has to be only a Nekiv Mefulash or a Nekiv that's Chaser Ke'isar in order to be possible. Rashi and Toysvis and the Rosh and the Rambam, most Rishayim learn that an Esrik that's Chaser Koshul is possible. However, the Raivet says that no, the Brisa 
that says that it has to be Nekev Mefulosh or Chaser Keiser is talking about an Esrik that's Chaser and therefore it's only possible if it's a Nekev Mefulosh that's Chaser Kalshu or a Nekev that makes a Chaser Keiser in that case it's possible. So the Rev. Leza Plachinsky in the Sefer Shalom Yehuda is Ma'irer that which Psul is uh, is shver on Rabbi Chanina when it says in our Gemara, Rabbi Chanina kasha masnitin. Which psul is referred to in the Mishnah when the Mishnah says nikav v'chaser kolshu? That's pasul. What psul is that? According to Rashi and most Rishonim, that is the psul of chaser. It says nikav v'chaser kolshu. Chaser kolshu is pasul. So the Gemara is asking a great kasha. How could Rabbi Chanina have been mechaser the esrig even a chaser kolshu kasha masnitin? It's shver from the Mishnah because the Mishnah says chaser kolshu is pasul and. The Gemara has to say, But according to the Ravid, the Mishnah is not Shver on Rabbi Chanina. The Brisa is what's Shver. The Mishnah that says that there's a psul of Nikiv Chaser Kolshu, in what case is Chaser Kolshu Pasul? Only if it's a Nekiv Mefulosh for Chaser Kolshu. Rabbi Chanina Bepashtus did not make a Nekiv Mefulosh with a bite in the Esrig. He made a Chaser, and according to the Ravid, you're going to have to say that it was a Chaser the size of a Keiser. And that's why the Gemara feels that it should be possible. But then it should say, Ula Rebbe Chanina, Kasha from the Brisa, not Kasha Masnitin. Masnitin means our Mishnah. It's not Shver from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah only mentions the Psul of Chaser, which is the Nekev Mefulosh, because the Lashon of the Mishnah is Chaser Kolshu. Chaser Kolshu is only possible when it's a Nekev Mefulosh. So why does the Gemara say, Kasha Masnitin? According to the Ravid, it should say, Kasha from the Brisa, because the Brisa is the one that says that in a case where it's not a Nekev Mefulosh, it could be a Psul of Chaser, if it's Chaser the size of the Keiser. And... The Rebbeza Plachinsky goes out on a limb and says that Lachaira this ha'ara is machria kapirish Rashi v'toisvus and not like the Ravid. And he's uh, goes so far as to say that even though we mentioned before that the Ramah says that v'shas hatchak one could rely on the shitas Ravid. It's tzarech ian the shad of the Ravid from our Gemara, and therefore it's hard to say that v'shas hatchak one could rely on the Ravid, and therefore it's better taka not to make a bracha on such an esrog that's chaser kolshu because with pashas we have to sum lahalacha like Rashi and Tais. And I heard from Rabbi Fall Reichman Shlita that he was misvakeach, he debated very strongly against Rav Leza Plachinsky when he met him once in the sukkah of Rav Chatzkel Sarna Zatzal. And he said that the ha'ara is a nice ha'ara, but to be machria, a machloikas rishonim, a machloikas rashi and taisis against the raivid, with the ha'ara adiyak in the sugya itself, that's something that's very hard to do in this generation. And we can't just say that there's a raya against the raivid from the Mishnah, from our Gemara, that says, and therefore be machria like Rashi and Taisis. And Lekuf HaKasha, Rafal Reichman suggested that the Ravid holds that there are no two distinct psulim, one called uh, Nikiv, and that Nikiv is a Nekiv Mefulash, and another psul called Chaser, and Chaser is only when it's Chaser B'Ki'iser. There is only one category of psul, and that is the psul of Chaser. And that's why the Nikiv in the Mishnah is also has to be Chaser Kolshu, because the Yisoyed of the psul is that it's a psul that it's Chaser. There's just different Shi'urim in the psul. There's different rules within this psul on the one category called Chaser. If it's a, stro- a, a, a very big Nekiv, it's a Nekiv Mefulash, so then that 
that's a very severe nekev. So then, it's all, even if it's only chaser kolshu, it's pasal. If it's not a nekev mefulish, it doesn't go through the entire esrig. Then Chazal say that it's only pasal if it's nekev the size of keisar, only if it's chaser the size of keisar. But there's not two different psulim. It's all one shame psul, and that is the psul of chaser. Different types of psulim within the psul of chaser. If it's chaser kolshu, if it's mefulish, and if it's not mefulish, then only if it's chaser keisar. If that's the case, when the Gemara sees that Rabbi Hanina did not hold of the psul of chaser because he bit into an esrig and he bit into it the size of a keisar and therefore he is using an esrig that's chaser so the Gemara says on him because our Mishnah teaches us that there is a psul called chaser now it's true the case of the Mishnah is where it's a nekev mefulosh that's chaser kalshu but that's all subcategories subdinim within the psul of chaser if Rabbi Hanina did not hold of the psul of chaser the Rabbi Hanina kasha masnitin it's shver on the on Rabbi Hanina from the Mishnah. This would be a way to explain how, even according to the Shitas Haraivad, um, the Gemara says, kasha masnitin doesn't just bring the Brisa, but it means the Kasha of the Mishnah, because the Mishnah is saying a Psul, the Psul of Chaser. And even though the Mishnah's case is a case where it's Chaser Kolshu, but the Psul of a Chaser Bikisar is not a different type of Psul that's not mentioned in the Mishnah. It's still the same Yisaira Psul that an Esrik that's considered lacking something significant, that is a Chisarun and Lakicha Tama, that is a Psul of Chaser. And that's why the Gemara says, kasha masnitin. And therefore, Lahalacha ain't Lanu el that even though lechatchila we paskin like Rashi and Rav Rishonim that an esrog that's chaser kolshu is possible. However, b'diyeved b'shas atchak if someone does not have an esrog that's not chaser kolshu he could rely even beyond the Rishon on the shita of the Ravid that the only psal would be chaser b'kiiser and b'shas atchak he could even make a bracha on such an esrog. The Mishnah in the Flamet Vavavon the Beis says, Ein oidim esalulov elo bemin oidivri Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds that one cannot bind the three minim, the lulav and the hadasim and the aravis together, only with a string which was made from one of the arba minim. Rabbi Meir one could use any type of string for the binding of the three minim together. The Gemara explains, Ve'omarove maitamid Rabbi Yehuda kosavar lulav tzorich eget. Rabbi Yehuda holds that me'ikar adin, Le'ikuva, one has to bind the three minim together, the lulav and the hadasim and the aravis together. And therefore explains Rashi, where the Gemara says, If one will tie and will bind the three minim together with a, with a string which was not made from minoy, a regular simple string which was not made from the arba minim, there is a problem of baltoisifs. But Rab Meir holds that lulav, and therefore, even though one does have to bind the three minim together to tie them with a string, as the Gemara in David Alpha Mudbei says that there is an Indian to tie the three minim together because of Zekhili van Veyu. But still, since there is no problem of Baltoisif, and therefore, even if he will tie the three minim together with a string which is not Biminoi, he's not over on. The Gemara in Sanhedrin adds a few words to explain that. And the Gemara says that according to Manda Omar Lulov, there is no problem of Baltoisif by adding something else to the Arba meaning because we say, and The added thing does not become part of the mitzvah since Lulov, and it does not become part of the mitzvah. The Machtis HaShekel and Simit Tafresh Nun Aleph Sifkot Aleph explains 
that if we say lulav, tsarich, eged, and that is what Rabbi Yehuda holds, so then the, the eged itself, the string itself, which is used in order to bind the three minim together, is part of the mitzvah, because it is required for the mitzvah. And without that string, the person is not yaitzidei choyvas arba minim. Therefore, if one will use the string, which is not made from one of the arba minim, a regular simple string, it is a problem, it is an aveira of baltoisif because this string is part of the mitzvah, because it is required for the mitzvah. On the other hand, Rabbi Meir holds that lulav ain't sorry cheget, so that means that even though he's tying the, the string on top of the lulav, but it is not part of the essence of the mitzvah, because Bediyeved one is yoytze even without that string, and therefore even if the string is made out of something which is not the dalad minim, there's, not, there's no iser of baltoisif in that case. Lahalacha the Rishonim Paskin, the Rosh and Simon Chavgimel, and the Rif, and the Rambam and Hilchos Lulav Perek Zayin Halacha Yudbeis, all Paskin like Rabbi Meir that Lulav ain't Sarich Eged, and they write that Oigdim Es Lulav Afilu Shelo Beminoi, one could bind the Lulav and the Aravos and the Hadasim together, even with a string which is not Beminoi, is not made out of the Arba Mini. The Shulchan Aruch in Simon Tov Rish Nun Aleph Sif Aleph also writes. That mitzvah le'oigdom, there's a special mitzvah to oiged the three mini mishum noi, because as we know, even though lulav ain't sarich eged, still there's a din of zekeliv and veyu to beautify the mitzvah by tying the three minim together, and ends off the shulchan aruch by saying v'yochoy le'oigdom b'min acher. He could use even a different type of mean, even a string which was not made out of the arba minim, in order to bind the three minim together. The Goyen in the Be'er Agra over there explains that even though usually when there is a Machlaikas Rabbi Yosivir, Rabbi Yehuda, the Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Nevertheless, in this specific Machlaikas, the Halacha is like Rabbi... I'm sorry, when there is a Machlaikas Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Meir, the Halacha is usually like Rabbi Yehuda. Here we pass it like Rabbi Meir because the ones who are Choylek on Rabbi Yehuda is not only Rabbi Meir in the Gemara and the Dalafa, but the ways we find that Chachamim are Choylek on Rabbi Yehuda. And they hold that lulav ain't sarich eged, and yochid virabim halacha kerabim. Therefore, we paskin like chachamim that lulav ain't sarich eged. And the toitzah of that, the outcome is that one could bind the lulav and the arovis and the hadasim together with any type of string, because even if he's not using a string which was made out of the arba minim, he's not oiver on baltoisif. Now, it is interesting to mention that even though that is the halacha that one could tie the lulav with any type of string, we know that nowadays it seems to be the common minhag to, to bind the, the three minim together with leaves that are taking off, taken off the lulav itself. Either by simple knots or people use the koishiklach in order to tie the three minim together. And it is very rare to find people who tie the three minim together with a regular string. And the question is, is there any source to that meaning? Since we saw that the Shulchan Aruch clearly paskins that one could tie, could bind the three minim together with any type of string, and not only with the string which is biminoi. So Lemaisi Rabbeinu Monoyach, which is printed on the Rambam, Hilchois Lulov, Perek Zayin Alocha Yudbeis, he says that even though Lahalocha even though Lahalocha one could tie and bind the Lulov with any type of string, Still, he says, Minhog le'egoid hashloisha minim be'alei lulav, ve'chein ro'u lasois. 
there's a, a, a minhag already in the times of Rabbeinu Manoyach to bind the three minim with the leaves of the lulav. And he says, And he does not explain why is it, it is ro'u. Since we paskin, like Rabbi Meir, that lulav and tarikh eged, what would be the problem with binding the three minim with a regular string? The Kapis Tamarim in our Gemara in Sukkot of Lamed says that there's a very strong raya to the Shita of Rabbeinu Manoyach that Lechatchila one should try to bind the Lulav with the leaf, bind the Lulav in the Adnasim and the with the leaves of the Lulav. Since the, the Gemara starts off by saying, Omar Rove, Afilu Besiv, Afilu Beikara de Diklo. Rav means to say that this halacha that Rabbi Yehuda said that ein oigdi mesalulav ela b'minoi that one has to bind the lulav in the adasim in the aravos with a string which was made out of one of the arba minim says Rav that even a sieve and a ikara dedikla are included in that and the sieve and ikara dedikla are types of strings which are made from the tree of the lulav or from the tree of the esroig so they are not really strings which are made directly from the arba minim themselves they are only made from the tree of the lulav or the tree of the esrog, the, 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 the string is made by taking some pieces of the tree. And still, Rav says that Rabbi Yehuda will agree that that is okay to bind the lulav with those strings, and it is not a problem of Baltoisif since those strings are also considered beminoi. Now, the question is asked the Kapist Marim, since Rav knows, and that is the halacha that we pass in like Rabbi Meir, that lulav ain't sarich eged. And, and since lulav ain't sarich eged, one could tie and bind the lulav with any type of string. Why did Rav bother to mention this halacha, which is only an afkemino according to Rabbi Huda? Rav is saying, afilu besiv, afilu dikla. One could bind the lulav even with a sieve and an ikara dikla, because they are also considered mino, even though they are not made from the actual arba minim, they are only made from the tree. But what kind of an afkamini do we have from this halacha? Since anyways, the halacha is like Rabbi Meir, that oigdi mesalulov afilu shalai So if that is so, why did Rava bring this halacha that afilu besiv, afilu beikara dedikla? Says the Kapist Marim, according to the Rabbi Noach, we could understand that even according to Rabbi Meir, that holds that one could bind the lulav and the adasim and the aravis together with any type of string, that is only b'di'evet, but still there's an inyan lechatchila to bind the lulav b'minoi, even according to Rabbi Meir. And because of that, Rava made sure to tell us that this din of lechatchila, that even according to Rabbi Meir, one has to bind the lulav with minoi, he could be yoytze by binding it with a sieve and an ikara dedikla, which are also strings that are considered b'minoi. And therefore, says the Kappa Historium, that is a riot to Rabbi Nimanoyach. Because from the fact that Rava said this halacha, that afilu besiv, afilu beikara dedikla, and Rava bothered to teach us that sieve and ikara dedikla are considered minoi, that is a riot that even according to Rabbi Meir, that meikaradin, one is yoytze, one is, does not have a problem by binding the lulav with shaloi beminoi, still there is a hidur mitzvah to bind the lulav with Aminoi, even according to Rabbi Meir. So that could be also the source of the Minag in our days, that people usually use the leaves of the Lulav for the binding of the Arba Minim, or the three Minim together, even though Mi'ikaradin, there is no problem of Baltaisif by using a string which is Lav the Minoi.
In the Mishnah we find that Rameir wanted to bring a raya to his shita that one could bind the lulav and the nasim and the arovis together with any type of string and he does not have to use davka, a string which is biminoi. And Rameir said, The people of Yerushalayim used to bind their lulavim with golden strings and gold obviously is not minoi of arba minim. And we see that they were not choishish for the problem of Baltoisif, and that is a raya that one could tie the lulav with any type of string. There's no raya from the story of Anshi Yerushalayim because they too used to bind the lulav with a string which was made out of the Arba Minim. And only, and as an addition to that string, they used the golden strings in order to make the lulav even more beautiful. And Rashi in the Mishnah explains... These golden strings were only lenoi be'alma. And Rashi in Dafla Medzayin Amud Aleph explains that since even Rabbi Yehuda that, that, that holds that lulav tzorich eged and if one adds a string which is not beminoi, there's a chashash of baltoisif, that is only... If he's only using that string alone, when he's only using the string which is lav biminoi, we are choishish for baltoisif. But if one is already using a string which is biminoi, and only as an addition to that string, he's using another type of string in order to make the arba, the arba mini more beautiful, we don't say that there's a problem of baltoisif. And even Rabbi Yehuda agrees that there's no problem in, in adding any types of strings after one already tied the lulav and the hadasim and the aravois with a string which was made out of minoi. Now, there's an interesting way, interesting pshat in the Me'iri. The, the Mishnah says that The word milemato could have two explanations to it. And the Me'iri says we could either explain that milemato means under the golden strings, under the golden strings, which means hidden and covered by the golden strings, were actually those strings which were beminoi. So the way the Anshir Yerushalayim used to do it, they first used to tie the lulavim and the hadasim and the arovis with a string which was beminoi. And on top of that, they, they covered it with golden strings to make it beautiful. And that's what it means. Milemata means under the golden strings. Says the Me'iri, there could, be an, there could be another pshat in the word milemata, and the word milemata means below the, un, the golden strings. And that would, that would mean that Lemaise, the people of Anshi Yerushalayim used to tie the, the, the regular strings of minoi, and on top of them, not covering them, just on top of them in the length of the lulav, higher than them, they used to tie the golden strings in order to make it more beautiful. And according to this pshat, both of the strings were exposed and anyone could have seen both of the strings. And means under the strings of the gold, below them, they were using the strings of minoi. Now the Sfasema says that it is mashma that the real pshat is that the strings which were biminoi were covered by the golden strings. And, and when the Mishnah says means under the golden strings. Because if the second pshat of the Me'iri is right, and means below the golden strings, and both strings were exposed and were visible, how did Rabbi Meir even think of bringing a raya from Anshi Yerushalayim that one could tie the lulav with any type of string? 
since he, he himself knew that Anshi Yerushalayim used both of the types of the strings. They used the golden strings, and they also used the, the Beminoi strings. From the fact that Rabbi Meir wanted to bring a riot from the Anshi Yerushalayim, it must be that the real pshat is, means under the golden strings, and the strings of Minoi were hidden and were covered by the golden strings, and they were not visible, and therefore Rabbi Meir didn't even know that they used these strings which are Biminoi. And therefore he thought that the only strings that they used were golden strings. And he wanted to bring a riot from Anshi Yerushalayim that one could bind the Lulav and the Hadassim and the Aravois with any type of string. Rabbi Yudah told him, no, you, di- you didn't know. But the fact is that under the golden strings there were also regular strings, Biminoi strings, and that was the Ikar Eget of the Lulav. And therefore there is no problem of Baltoisif in adding other strings on top of the main string which was binding the Lulav and the Handasim and the Aravis together. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.